Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast. Love the graps. My name's Chris. I am here with Alan. Hello, that's Alan. And uh, this is our podcast where we go to wrestling and then we talk about the wrestling. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Um, You know, it is a unique format. Yep. No Um, one one does it. uh, No one does it with as much reckless abandon as us. (laughs) Um, However, we have broken from the norm uh, this week, um, this episode, because we, uh, it is not the evening. I lied when I started the podcast. Yeah. I mean, quarter past two might be the evening somewhere. Well, it's definitely the evening somewhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is not immediately after no. um, the show that we went to last night. Um, I fell asleep in the car on the way home ever, <sighs> so, ever so slightly. Yeah, I was just really tired. Yeah, we all have lives to live yeah. that aren't just wrestling. So those of you who are going to hundreds of shows this year, good for you. Um, not for me. <laughs> it would be bad for me. Um so we made the adult decision to yes. to delay the podcast recording by about 13 hours. Yeah. If you don't like it, please uh, contact the ombudsman. There is a podcast the po- on. <laughs> on, on pod. Yeah. Off the pod. Pombudsman. Yeah. Yeah, off pod. Um and uh, and they will they will deal with your complaint. Yeah. I tell you Thusly. now, you won't get anything. Oh, there's nothing to take. No. Nothing to take. No. And I do know the ombudsman. Yeah. He's a right dick. Yeah. Who yeah. would be the podcast ombudsman, do you think? It's probably going to be Stephen Fry, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. He's history's greatest monster. Or Carl Pil- Pilkington. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so it is the afternoon after the day before um, we went to Fight Club Pro in Wolverhampton for... There. I mean, did it really have a name? It was a hundredth show. Fight Club One Hundred. That was Fight Club. Yeah, but then I saw another thing where it said Fight Club One Hundred. So just inconsistencies. So it's their hundredth show. Hundredth show they've ever run. One hundred. Now I haven't gone back and done the sort of due diligence, but does that include any of the shows where it's like Fight Club and Chikara pre-show show Um, at the garage? I I will tell you now. Mm. I don't know, and neither do I care. Hmm. If they want to claim 100, because yeah. um, 100's quite a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Um, this is podcast 98 yep. of this series. And in fact, we've done some other stuff, the, the equivalent of yeah, the it, Chikara if you, shows. If, and if the, you were to go through... Yeah, Attack Club Pro our, shows. Um, if you would go through our, our back catalogue, there's probably 108 Yeah, But I'm, will, I'm willing to believe them. If yeah. they say it's 100, it's 100. Okay. Uh, I mean, are you willing to believe them seeing as they misspelt some of the people's names on their T-shirt featuring all of the, uh, Look, the characters? Jack Christ is my favourite Chris <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't really get the attention that uh, Jake and Dave, uh, Dave Christ no, get. but Dave. he's the best. Yes. Uh, okay, so we went there last night. Mm-hmm. Um, in, what is the name of this new warehouse that we're in? The Hangar. The Hangar. Mm. Right. I mean, it's not a hanger. I don't know, is it? I don't know what what qualifies as a hanger. Don't you have to store 
airplanes in a hangar. I don't know whether they store aircraft in there at some point. They might have done. Yeah. I mean, there's not much of a runway around there, is there? No, but it could be um, Harrier jump jets. Oh, yeah, VTOL. Yeah, or uh, or a helicopter. Yeah, I don't think helicopters live in hangars. Where do they live? I don't know. They've I got to. Why I'll not? tell you what, Lister or Buxton will know. Yeah, a hangar, I mean, would probably be at some sort of aviation centre or airport yeah. or... Yeah. Or something similar. Not a back street in Wolverhampton. Not one of the many, many um, vacant industrial <laughs> units um, now converted into entertainment spaces in Wolverhampton. Yeah. Thriving. Thriving industry. Uh, okay, so we went there for Fight Club 100. Yeah, got there just before Bell. Yeah. Um, because I, I drove the, up the wrong motorway. Yeah, I'd like to tell briefly the um, at least the story of the moment that it was realised that we were... Driving and uh, Alan looked around. Having a good chat, weren't we? And we would, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we were. We always have a nice chat. Yeah. Um, and uh, Alan looked around and goes, Oh, that's what they were. That's the work they were doing on the motorway, is it? He'd spotted some lights. Yeah. Um, some like uh, some street lamp style lights. Yeah, they aren't, to, weren't there the last yeah. time we drove up that road. Um, so, oh, that's uh, interesting. Uh, they've done. Oh, do you know what, lads? We're on the wrong motorway. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then we we changed to a different motorway. Yeah, um, and we got we got there. Yeah, but um, it really was an embarrassing incident. Yeah, how do you feel? Went quiet for a bit, didn't it? Yeah, did. yeah. we didn't really know what yeah. to talk about. No, I mean we should have just talked about going on the wrong motorway. You know. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. We went through Ashby de la Zouche. Yeah. Um, that is a place. Ashby of the Zouche. Yeah. What's the Zouche? Um, I believe a zoosh is um, what you use to clean that little bit between your bum and your willy. It's a zoosh. I was going to say it'd be like a manor house or something. All right, like yeah. I mean, either or. It'd be weird for them to call a Midlands town. Well, you don't know the name of Midlands sure. town after a, you know personal hygiene product. Okay, should we talk about the wrestling show yeah, we went to? Yeah, let's talk about the wrestling show we went to. So what is the format of this show for the first time listeners? Well, thank you for picking us up with episode 98. Mm-hmm. Um, all our episodes <laughs> are available. Our penultimate penultimate episode. <laughs> um we say three things that we liked. Um particularly that we liked personally we us. Yeah. Um, you may have hated them. I mean, that's our podcast. Yeah. If you want to um, talk about something, get your own podcast. And we call that Love the Graps. The yes. Name of the podcast. Yeah. And then we say three things that we didn't perhaps like so much. Um, and we call that Not My Graps. And sometimes at the end of it, we go, ah, 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 not my graps. No, we'd never do that. Okay. Well. We even given up the hashtagging. Yeah. Well, I wasn't keen on that in the first place. No. I always, I always thought it was weird to say hashtag out loud. That's me. Uh, okay, so three love the graps, followed by three not my graps. Okay. Uh, let's kick it off then with a love the graps. Um, so Fight Club Pro had not announced a single thing for this 100th show, apart no. from some names. They put a poster out with yeah. some faces on. So it wasn't even names, um, they just announced faces. Yeah, well, they did announce some names, didn't did they? they? Yeah, they announced uh, Masato Tanaka was going to be on the show. Yeah, I, I think I just saw his face. I'm no, assuming. they must have announced his name. <laughs> I mean, it may have been Britain's premier Masato Tanaka Impersonate, uh, yeah. tribute act. I mean, it w- wouldn't shock me if we found out <laughs> that was the case. Um, but anyway, yeah, they didn't announce anything. Yeah, they didn't announce any matches. We knew some matches. people who would be there. Yeah. Uh, and we knew what roughly what we'd get. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But one of the names and faces that we weren't aware of going into the show showed up in the opening scramble mm-hmm. match, um, and that was Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I was delighted. Well, you're a big fan of Orange Cassidy. I am. I'm a massive fan of Orange Cassidy. Mm. He has appeared once for Fight Club Pro before, oh, a couple of times for Fight Club Pro. I think a couple of yeah. times, yeah. Um, once he tim- teamed with not Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't Kimberly that he teamed with somebody else, right? Um, and uh, he also came over and teamed with um, Chuck Taylor. Okay, yeah. Um, and we missed all that. Don't know why. Yeah, just weren't there for it. I think one of them was in Manchester, and yeah. the other one was the tag team thing that we didn't go to. We this swerved year. that, didn't we? Swerved yeah. it. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've never seen him before, mm-hmm. um, and I was just delighted. I, I jumped up like a small. I child. just feel like I have seen him. I feel like I must have done. Well, no. But, okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe you went to some... No, I mean, he wouldn't have been on the Chikara stuff you no. went to, would he? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, that, his name came up on the screen because um, they have a big Titan Tron. And yeah. I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't, I couldn't believe my fucking luck. Yeah. Uh, go you, for a night you, out. Your little, little face lit up. I did. Like a child on Christmas morning. Yeah, I am in many ways like a child on Christmas morning mm. in my everyday life. Um, but never more so. Unbearable. Yeah. Never more so than when Orange Chastity came out. And yeah. it, he went through his his greatest hits. Yep. Um, which is exactly what you want to see yep. from Orange Cassidy. Uh, there was a, a perhaps a misjudged bit with Martina. Um yeah, I mean, they did the Martina doing a, a lap dancing, yeah. which actually I prefer more as a spot in a match than well, yeah. what they had done previously, yeah, which is pulling somebody a... out of the crowd to give them a lap dance. Yeah, because then you're just doing a lap dance. Yeah. You're not you're not doing... That, that'd be like pulling someone out of the crowd and beating them up. Yeah. Which, which we'll also get to happened, later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I and mean, he did his stuff, uh, and then I got to meet him at the merch, uh, bought a T-shirt. Um, so I was planning to buy an FNW T-shirt, um, but they didn't have them in, in black and in my size, so I was a bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. Then Orange Cassidy rocks up, and he's got T-shirts. Yeah. So all in all, Orange Cassidy made my night. That's nice. Yeah. Um, the opening scramble was a bit wobbly, though. Yeah. Um, that he was in. Um, I, I'm not sure it's supposed to finish when it did. I mean, no, maybe it, someone will put us right on that, but... Yeah, it looked like... Um, it looked like somebody didn't kick out in time or the referee counted yeah. early. Either way, it, it looked like that wasn't supposed to be the intended end to the match. Yeah. And I mean, went, if only because the music and that wasn't queued up and no, ready to and go. And when, when I was speaking to Orange Cassidy, I mentioned a spot he'd done in the last match I saw. And he said, oh, I, w- I was going to do that tonight. So, And he didn't. So yeah. perhaps, yeah, we were robbed of that. But. But how delightful to see him. And hopefully he'll be there again tonight. Be a bit weird because... Well, unless Sean we get fire ant. Uh, evil, evil... Why would why would we get fire ant? Well, I don't know. Why would fire ant be there? Well, I don't know. He's, maybe he's in schadenfreude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's German for fire ant? Für... Für anten. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Um, low energy comedy man. Yeah. Um, a couple of friends were particularly amused by him, uh, his spot where it, it, he does these very low impact kicks. Mm. Um, and one of them last night just consisted of him just slapping his thigh very yeah. lethargically. It was just, yeah, yeah. it was beautiful. Good stuff. It was beautiful. Good stuff. So yeah, Orange um, Casty, wonderful. Yeah. So that was a nice open to the show. Yep. Um, and then it rolled on and, you know, kept going. That's, how, that's <laughs> as, what shows do. As they do. 
Um, but before the interval, we had a tag match. Yeah. Um, which is going to be form part of our second Love the Graps really? LTG. Uh, and uh, it was Hunter Brothers against uh, Ring Kampf. Yeah. Timothy Thatcher and Big Daddy Walter, yeah. um, who uh, form are also members of the Schadenfreude. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's stable. not Big Daddy Walter anymore. No, I know. He, he doesn't wear a Union Jack leotard <laughs> yeah. and a top hat and pick up babies. Yeah, pick up babies, whether they belong to him or not. Yeah, um, he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, there's a court case about it. Well, subjudice. So. We don't know what he does on the camps, do we? Well, <laughs> on the ring camps. <laughs> um, so Hunter's last month. Um, came out yeah. as uh, Martin Zaki's special enforcers. Um, <laughs> laugh. Yeah, they did, yeah. It's yeah. what they were. It was, no, but it was weird. And we spoke about it, I think, on the podcast. Yeah. It was like, I've got a couple of lads back there who are dying to get their hands on you mugs. Because yeah. Zaki is actually an East End gangster. Of course he is, yeah. And, I mean, we see some of that later on. Yeah. Um, um, and they got a massive pop last yeah. month. Biggest pop I've ever heard yeah. for the Hunter Brothers last month. And... Similar reaction again last night. Yeah. People are really into a Hunter Brothers vibe at Fight Club at the moment. Yeah. Um, so they came out and they fought Ring Kampf. Um, if you're looking at it, it looked a bit of a mismatch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Hunter Brothers represent a very specific or almost actually quite a general broad type of tag yeah. team wrestling. Um, you know, I've been to shows where people have chanted Hardy Boys at the Hunter Brothers. Yeah. Because they they come from, as I say they come from a ta- a style of tag team which um, goes back decades and decades mm. and it draws upon a, quite a sort of you know long haired pretty boy yeah. sort of tag team but not yeah. not with that sort of attitude but kind of you know some flashy stuff yeah um, lots of dives and uh, and keeping the pace up whereas Ring Camp on the other hand just they wallop you. Yeah, two <laughs> very two. large, very scary men. Yeah, um, who just like to cause pain. Yeah, Nazi stormtroopers. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, just smacking shit out of people. Yeah, um, but Hunter Brothers got the win. Yeah, they they got a surprise win. It yeah. was, I mean they they against the sort of. I mean they, the they, they, of play. Were, they were holding their own. Yeah, um, but it was uh, effectively a kind of shock. Mm-hmm. Um, finish, yeah, um, and the crowd went mad for it. Yeah. Now I think it, it's probably worth noting with this being Fight Club Pro's 100th show, is that part of the Hunter Brothers' popularity in that building with those people is that they are a local boys mm-hmm. from Tipton. Yep. And B, they're also kind of hundred. They are also a hundred years old. Yeah. Um, no, they are also kind of like old staples of Fight mm. Club Pro. Yeah. They've been knocking around in that, that company for a long, long time. They mm. were on the very first show that we went to, I believe. Yep. Um, I think one of them got um, a little bit knocked up on that sh- Not knocked up. Knocked up? He got knocked up, did he? <laughs> knocked about. I mean, the fiction was, was dodgy. It but... was dodgy. You didn't know where to sit. Yeah. Um, and uh, But they're still going strong yeah um and you know we've said before on this on this podcast you know might not be the most spectacular tag team they're like they're not going to win any awards for like originality they're not going to win any awards um for changing the game when it comes to tag team wrestling that's not what they're there for but they they are you know up there in the conversation as Britain's best tag team. Yeah. Pure use, tag team wrestlers. To use a term 
that is an inside term and therefore you will hate. They're good hands. Yeah, they're they're good hands. Yeah, um, they're they're almost what you might call carpenters, in that they can they can take a bit of wood mm. and make something out of it. Just like Karen Carpenter. Just like Karen Carpenter. Um, but it, it didn't finish there, did it? Because um, uh, no. no, well, this is you know this is probably what makes it a love yeah. the graps more than a I guess that was my graps. Yeah, all right, um, all right, the graps was we were reminded shortly afterwards by um, uh, virtue of a villainous beatdown yeah. that Chris Brooks and Jonathan Gresham are currently the fight. Well, were at this point the Fight Club Pro Tag Team Champions. Yeah, little and large. I like um, to call them. I had forgotten two points on this count, yeah. that they were the tag team champions and that Fight Club Pro had tag team <laughs> championships. Um, they, they Fight Club Pro are weird in that respect in that sometimes they just don't put focus on the championships they've got. Well, it's a fight club, isn't it? It's all about fighting. Yeah, mate. I know. But like we, we complained a lot last year about the Chris Brooks run with yeah, their not titles. Defending his title, yeah. yeah, either not defending it or it not being an important part yeah. of the show because of the British Strong Style run. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, they, um, yesterday, sorry, they came out, Brooks and Gresham, the Calamari Catch Kings, if yeah. you will, um, and uh, they kind of inserted themselves into a situation where they were not welcome, um, ultimately. Head honcho of Fight Club Pro, Martin Zaki, Backed up with some people. Yeah. Scott, Scotty Davis, Martina, Chuck Mambo. All, all the, the tough, heavyweights. All the tough yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, they're, they're the legitimate shooters. Yeah, yeah. Of the, the locker room. I mean, I'm sure that Mambo could handle himself if he really needed to. Do you know, as an aside, I was at work today. And as I was unlocking, for some reason, I, I just thought of Chuck Mambo. And I thought of that bit that in all of his matches, people used to go, Mambo! 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good anymore, to not do, do that anymore because it was um, originated by um, a, a wrong one. All right. Someone, <laughs> yeah. someone who, who, who we've... Uh, he, who shall not be named. Podcast history. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> Zaki comes out, says, do you know what? You're going to have to defend those titles. Because Brooks and Gresham are supposed to be fighting the Hunter Brothers today yeah. on the follow-up show, which is not a Fight Club Pro show. It's a Schadenfreude Produce yeah. event. Um, and they said they will not be defending the titles yeah. of that show. Which, you know, why would they? Because it's not a Fight Club Pro show. I mean, anyway. why would anybody be appearing on that show? Well, we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. Um, but Martin Zaki says, well, if you're not going to defend them tomorrow, you can defend them right now. Yeah. Do you know what I would have done at that point? Took the count out loss. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's more difficult fight club, 20 count. Yeah. But still, I would have took the count out loss. Um, and against their will, Brooks and Gresham got back in the ring. And in short order, um, the Hunter brothers picked up the victory. Yep. And they are now the Fight Club Pro Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Shit. Polders. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the Tag Team Championship. Um, so, future, everyone will win the Hunter brothers. I said holders. Yeah. Um, and again, the crowd loved it. Yeah. Just really loved it. And that was a really nice way to end the first half. Um, it was a good moment. Up. And it felt like a significant part of a 100th show yeah. celebration for Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Which, in the grand scheme of things, was the only part of this show yes. that felt like um, the 100th show celebration. But, you know, maybe we'll get into that later. But yeah. let's let's move on to the third, Love the Grats. Okay. Let's talk about the main event. Yes. Uh, main event was a tag team match. Um, introduced as such, 
uh, by yeah. Matt Taylor Richards, who was back. Yeah, so I guess that was the only other part that was a 100th yeah. show celebration. Uh, he came out and just announced the main event. Um, probably quite good because LK Mezinger was uh, uh, yeah. an- announcing the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, slightly laconic approach to ring announcing. I mean, what he does... He does quite well. He's very straightforward. He what? is simply ring announcing. He gives you fact. Yeah. And, well, yeah. He is he's, he's loud. Yeah. Um, he sounds enthusiastic. Yeah. However, for the first half of the show, in which we had a six-person scramble. Yeah. We had um, a singles match. Yeah. And we had two tag matches. Yeah. Um, he announced the name of one person, <laughs> and it was the very first person out Chuck on the whole show. Chuck he Mambo. didn't want to get a beat in backstage. Yeah. So all he was doing was, the next match is a scramble match. The next match is a singles match. Introducing. And then the music played and they came Do you out. you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. It's, from a ring announcer, that's really all I want. I mean, it. it's fine if you know who everybody is. Well, you know, it's 100 shows. If you don't know who everyone is, then get a clue. You know, you, yeah. don't, you don't go into EastEnders and Ian Beale doesn't go, what's that, Mo Slater? Right. So, you know, you've got to pick it up, haven't you? Yeah, but it's also a sporting event. Like It's the only real sport. So. Yeah, and part of the job of an announcer is well, to announce the people who are competing in that event. Like you, you can't you can't on one hand like bemoan all sorts of inconsistencies in it as a sporting event and then go, actually I think that one is fine even though it's you know a glaring glaring. I mean omission. I can. Yeah, no, you can and you will because you are a walking. And in contradiction. fact, next time I go to football, yeah, I want to. You don't hear, want to know who the teams I are. I want to hear the announcer go. It's a goal, and there's going to be a substitution. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. just not say who's yeah. going off and who's coming on. I mean, obviously in wrestling, there's a lot of signifiers to tell you who it might yeah. be. Like, because nobody else is coming out to um, d- a song f- shouting Chuck Mambo all the time, are they? Um, Britain's and, foremost Chuck Mambo impersonator, am I? Yeah. Although, you know, it felt like two dozen people came out to a remix of Human Fly by the Cramps last night. Yeah, not Ring Camp, though. No, no. no. They're better than that. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, no, we'll use our own music. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, None of music. that trash. Yeah. Anyway, so Matt Taylor Richards uh, introduced the main event, uh, and it was two of the Shard and Freud boys. Yeah. Uh, Aussie Open. Yes. Um, against Fight Club Pro champion Mako Satamura. Yeah. Um, and I checked with my Japanese friend who I work with. I've got a Japanese friend. I, have. I work with her, um, and she confirmed it is Mako. Yeah. I wrote it down. I didn't. I didn't say why I wanted to know how. How do you say this or anything? Yeah. I said, "How do you say this name?" And she said, "Mako." So Mako Satamora. Yeah. Um, and she teamed with, uh, to everyone's delight, the the best wrestler in the world uh, in Britain, uh, Pete Dunne. Yeah. Um, so it was a real high stakes main event with no stakes. Weirdly, and yeah. again, we'll get onto that <laughs> later. Um, but what you had was. The Fight Club Pro champion, um, who has taken some criticism from some quarters for A, being absent a lot, and B, perhaps not being a believable champion in a company which has the likes of Walter and Mark Davis in it. Yeah. Um, But it gave her some cachet to be there in the main event and teaming with Pete Dunne, who is the best wrestler in the world in Britain. Um, And it also gave Aussie Open a bit of cachet. 
um, because they are a big part of Schadenfreude. Um, but there's, I don't know that they're seen as main eventers. Um, no, really. I mean, like they, they kind of. I think they plateaued a little bit as yeah. sort of tag team, perennial tag team. You know, also rounds or at least like ever present. Yeah. Um, but now they're sort of getting a little bit more attention at singles in certain places. Yeah. Um, and it, with Fight Club Pro, they're being sort of pushed to, you know, the top. Yeah. Sort of spots. I mean, they were in the main event of this show and the last show, Carl Fletcher fought Mako yep. uh, for their Fight Club Pro title and Mark Davis won the Infinity Tournament. Yeah. So it's really good that they're they're pushing the, if you don't count Lucky Kid, uh, the two lesser members of Schadenfreude yeah. um, and, and pushing them up a bit and giving them that cash, which I really, really like because yeah. um, then you've not got, oh, it's Chris Brooks, Walter, Tim Thatcher and well, some other fellas. Well, also their inclusion in that stable kind of does it, it it does what's the phrase i'm looking for what it kind of solidifies that stable as um like an anti fight club pro yeah. thing because they've taken them like brooks was already a wrong one yeah um walter and thatcher are kind of feel like hired guns yeah um and then anybody associated with cck are just kind of hangers on, yeah. Um, and that, but then Aussie Open and Kyle Fletcher, they basically turn their backs on mm. Fight Club Pro to associate themselves with yeah. these these bad apples. Yeah. So you had these four. Yeah. Um, and they had a really good match. And yeah. The there were parts of that match because tonight at Schadenfreude, the plan is for Mako Satomura against Mark Davis. Yes. And again, there were probably some people thinking, yeah, really. But there were points in that match and. Uh, at one point, Mako Satomura hit a Death Valley driver uh, on Mark Davis. Yeah. Um, she got him up, hoisted him, um, and she really kind of laid into him at times. That answered some questions about how can this smaller woman fight this bigger man? Yeah. Um, the the answer, of course, is skill and speed. And just kicking shit out of yeah. someone. Yeah, uh, always helps. Yeah. Um, and I just felt, as a, as a main event, it really did its job yeah. in furthering... Um, the cause yeah the whole thing i mean there, there were moments where like the the sh- and we'll, we'll probably get onto this a little bit i think but where the schadenfreude influence and in- interference kind of got a bit tiring mm. um with them being ejected from ringside yeah um, there's a bit where joel ejected walter from ringside well he'd and already walter had actually just run down and he, he'd already himself. ejected everyone else and lycos and the other hangers on um because they were there at the beginning and he was like get out no they ran down as well did they yeah was lycos lycos was there at the beginning but yeah um on a brooks was there at the beginning yeah so some of them were there at the beginning anyway and they got ejected yeah fine and then they did the same thing or attempted to do the same thing with walter and thatcher yeah who had just come down to break the rules so why, like, it just, yeah. I don't know, sometimes you have to go, if I'm breaking the rules already, why would I listen to the referee now? Yeah, it's a bit silly, but there we go. Um, but yeah, it, sometimes it did get a bit much, yeah. but I felt they pulled it together by the end of the match, and the match ended in a really hot manner. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, the, just the, really hot finish. Yeah, and I mean, you have to, I know some. there's been some criticism from a couple of people i've seen online mm. about uh, mako who you know doesn't 
like her style is not the same as a lot of these other guys. No. And there are definitely times where it feels like she's very wild and stuff doesn't always land with the same volume, I think, in a lot of mm. instances as some of the other guys, but like doesn't always like look quite as crisp. It looks realistic for the most part, yeah. but um but having somebody like Pete Dunn right there who mm. is, as you say, best British wrestler in the world of Britain. Um he you know, is it as good as Pete Dunn is, I think his real strength is being such a consistent and believable character that like it really rubs off on whoever he's in there with. Yeah. Like we've seen it rub off with um I mean to to some extent to Tyler Bate, as yeah. much as Tyler has benefited from being associated with um Trent Seven, I think in terms of pushing him to the next level is as a in in the ring it's the british strong style stuff with pete dunn mm-hmm. um you know you see it with millie mckenzie when yep. they're together um and you see and in in the eyes of certain parts of the audience it will definitely legitimize mako satamura yeah um and uh yeah i, I go <laughs> i don't want to make this about you know the news of British wrestling that's been going on <laughs> in the past week. But Pete Dunn is somebody that if, if the trigger gets pulled will be heavily missed yeah. from my particular viewing yeah. of British wrestling. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, but it was a delight to see him last night. Cause it, I feel like it's actually been a little while since I've seen Pete. Yeah, Cause um, he, he had a little knock. There's for a been while, a couple of little injuries yeah. and um, so he's missed a couple of shows, but um, let's, let's switch. We, we talked about schadenfreude coming down yeah let's switch to the not my grabs okay um and uh at the end of the match which uh mako and pete won yeah um schadenfreude reappeared yeah um came running down to the ring and basically tore shit up yeah um they attacked just about everybody yeah um including pulling a fan out of the crowd okay that fan was warren um former attack 24 7 champion and whose name is was on the t-shirt yeah spelt right so yeah yeah that's fine um so is he a wrestler Fair game. you know um, know. but it, it looked shocking and i'm not entirely sure warren was expecting it no. that was a chris brooks for you he's a rotter absolute yeah. rotter um and so they laid waste to everybody all the wrestlers wrestlers kept running down on their own one at a time yeah uh to try and make the save um particularly hilarious moment well, okay, so this falls under the Not My Graps yeah. banner. Um, and, and we'll talk about, you know, the wider sense of why yeah. um, why this is. But there was a, a moment. There was, so there was a funny moment yeah. when Chuck Mambo ran down the aisle again on his own. Yeah. Uh, if if the um, heroes are ever going to defeat the villains in this instance, they yeah. will have to unite. Yeah. Um, but Chuck Mambo ran down the aisle on his own, got twatted with a baking tray <laughs> by K- K- Kid Lycos, unawares, that was him done. Yeah. However, he was followed shortly after by, again, head honcho of Fight Club Pro, Martin Zaki, um, former wrestler of, yeah. you know, minimal repute. Uh, well, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, what? I mean yeah. he's not like, nobody's looking back on the career of Zach Martinez and going, oh, those were the salad days, were they? Well, they might be. I mean, we didn't see him. Well, yeah, okay. But he, might, he might have been the best ever. Look at it this way. 
I have not seen any music videos of exactly. old. <laughs> get get your MV out. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he came out, ran down, got in the ring, and he was the only person out of like a dozen people to come out and try and you know hold back the hordes of Schadenfreude yeah. that got anything in. Throwing them forearms. Yeah. So he basically laid out pretty much everyone in, who was in the ring for Schadenfreude. Yeah. You know, a good half dozen people before they, you know got back to their feet and got one over on him. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's weird. Uh, this is my over sort of sensitive, analytical mind looking at this. But to me, it feels weird and comical. Like, it feels like Shane McMahon winning some big tournament in Saudi <laughs> Arabia. It feels like somebody going, you know what people are really clamoring for, an authority figure to really put their foot down on this one. Do you know uh, what? I'm fine with it. Are you? Like, I want to see a Zach Martinez comeback. <laughs> I never saw it the first I, time I, around. I feel like I'm being really mean-spirited, but I also think that, like, authority figures are whack. Well, I mean, they are, but, I mean, he doesn't, like, do that much. Um, but when you're getting physically involved, like, you, you should be the one getting beaten up. Not, yeah. like, not, like... But he runs a fight club, mate. You know? Right. Yeah, but he's an administrator, isn't he? No, the first rule of Fight Club, if it's your first night, yeah. you fight. Right. And he's done that. Yeah, on the first night, 100 <laughs> years ago. And then he didn't have to fight again. Yeah. But anyway, loads of people got twatted. Um, yeah. There was a staple gun involved. Clint got... Clint Magdiera, weirdly, got stapled in the head and bled. Yeah. Um, who, out of, out of everybody. Let's, I mean, all of this sounds great so far, though. Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, it does. It sounds um, spectacular and, yeah. you know, chaotic. and um, But it went on. Yeah, I mean, we're 33 minutes into this podcast now. Yeah. I reckon if you'd started this podcast at the end of the, the main event, yeah. you might just be getting up to it like feel, it certainly the felt like strokes it. of, of the, the post-match stuff. It certainly felt like it last night. Yeah. Um, I... I have been i am on record as saying that i quite like the schadenfreude i stuff. love it yeah um i think that they committed to it yeah which was a big deal mm-hmm. um they're getting their wins yeah um and they're doing it in a distinctly nefarious manner mm-hmm. um however i mean there are gonna always be sections of the audience who get behind those sort of characters yeah because um they didn't live through the dying days of the NWO. No. Um, or at least they choose to ignore them. Um, but if wrestling history has taught us nothing, it is to be wary of mm. false idols. And um, so the Schadenfreude thing, you know, is leading tomorrow to another show. A yep. show um, tomorrow. Sorry, I keep forgetting what day we're on because we're talking. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't do the podcast immediately after yeah. the show. It throws everything out of whack. It's leading to this afternoon after yep. we've done this to another show. Schadenfreude produce Vithimith, yeah. um, which is a German word, which means um, it's it's more a, a kind of a feeling. I actually of extreme world weariness. Yeah, that. You, there's just nothing in the world for you. Yeah. And everything's just so... so I was tragic. reading the book and it actually explained what that meant, but yeah. now I can't remember or how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, 
So it's leading to this show, and I feel like a lot of what they've done up to this point kind of added to it. Yeah. However, I felt like the show last night added nothing, really. Nothing of major value. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we're at a point now where the tide needs to turn before it becomes the dying days of NWO. Yeah. Before it becomes this is cool, we're going to continue with this cool thing where the yeah. cool guys in the leather jackets beat everybody up and spray paint the ring. Well, um, we'll talk about um, adding nothing of value and perhaps matches that didn't add anything to storyline in mm. a minute. But let's just sum this bit up with, it just went on too long. Yeah. Um, it was too comprehensive a beating. Um, there was, you know, we were almost praying for MK McKinnon's music to, to hit so yeah. he could come out and clear house because it was really weird that it just was going on and on and on and the audience were just kind of standing there watching it. It's like, like kiddie stare. It was like, <laughs> just stand around and watch this happen. You know, I, I was just praying for somebody, some lunatic. Um, and, you know, since the Tyler doesn't go anymore, yeah, I yeah. don't know if they have any, to, to jump the barrier. Um, because at least that would have like, do you know what I mean? It would have meant that someone in the crowd was, was invested in yeah. it. Yeah, because that, that's the problem with this sort of thing is that you're doing it in front of an audience who are supposed to be engaged with the action. They're supposed to, like, whilst obviously we're not physically adding to it, the whole point is that the people in the ring are reacting to the audience, that it's a two-way street. But if you're doing this thing, it makes the audience completely passive in the whole... Mm. Um, scenario and it makes the audience like there's only so long you can stand there booing someone before you start looking at your watch yeah. and there were a few people giving the middle finger um, which Jonathan Gresham had the best reply to by yeah. pretending the staple gun was an actual gun and going pow 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 at yeah. these people um, although he got caught didn't he on his own he, he did uh, yeah the whole of Schadenfreude left and he didn't realise yeah that was that was literally he didn't realise yeah yeah, yeah do a runner. Um, um, but yeah it just went on too long yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to see what they do tonight, though. So yeah, you know. and I, I kind of, I do kind of get it because like they're doing this show. Yeah, like I get what they were, I get what they were going for. I just felt it went on too. Yeah, long. they could have done that in five minutes. Um, and again, and we'll talk about this because I think our next two points probably yeah. play quite strongly into the sort of Schadenfreude well, thing. Let's talk about two matches. Uh, the only two matches of the night, um, which didn't have Schadenfreude involvement in. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I didn't know what I was supposed to think about these matches. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, a singles match between Omari and David Starr. Yeah. Um, who are both kind of good guys in they are um I mean, david, david star was, he's, yeah he, he he's capable of being a villain and tried to sort of play up a little bit yeah um the uh, the antagonist role yeah to to pure white meat baby face amari yeah um but yeah ultimately it is two good guys yeah. um and then we had a six man yeah. which was um mustache mountain and a return in dan maloney yeah um, against a returning Travis Banks, uh, Jordan Devlin, yeah. um, who is a, a rotter, but did fight Fight Club Pro's corner at the last show, and in fact did come out at the end and get the shit kicked out of him again, yeah. trying to defend Fight Club Pro. And Masato Tanaka, yeah. um, the the kind of the fly-in yeah. um, for this show. Um, and again, 
although Dan Maloney went last time we saw him uh, was a was a big villain. Yeah, um, he got a, a massive reaction coming well, out because he was with. Well, we'll Mustache talk about Martin. some of this in a minute. Um, so that was kind of a, a babyface team, um, and. Jordan Devlin was on a team with Travis Banks and Masato Tanaka, Team Zero One. Yeah, um, Team Tenuously Zero One. Yeah. Um, team trained in the dojo, yeah. Zero One, um, and they're kind of a team. So you had two matches where there's nobody really to boo. Yeah, uh, there are no stakes to the match. Yeah, um, particularly the six man. Um, because, I mean, you could argue that the Omari-David sides, you know, every match is moves you up the pecking order. Yeah. Um, but the six man, there was nothing I mean, it's it. pure exhibition yeah. stuff. And I hate to say this, there were times in those matches, even though some of my favourite people were wrestling in them, yeah. I was bored. Yeah, so many of my favourite people were in those matches. Yeah. Um, but I think with the backdrop of the sort of schadenfreude, like, destruction of fight club pro it yeah. feels weird to have essentially exhibition matches in mm. the middle of it because and that's the only story going on at the moment yeah it's schadenfreude against fight club against pro. everyone yeah. and then you had two matches in the middle of fight club pro's 100th show the night before schadenfreude take over the building that just didn't address it yeah and i mean i get it because that's like fight club pro's mo yeah for the past two years is to go yeah, I'm not sure whether we do storylines. Here's yeah. an exhibition. Like, there, there have been, you know, dozens and dozens of exhibition matches over the past two years, um, especially six-man matches, especially yeah. featuring Mustache Mountain. Yeah. Um, but it did feel, it felt out of sorts tonight. Yeah. Uh, last last night. Yeah. Um, and it left me a bit cold. Yeah. I mean, last month there was one, one match that was non-tournament, non-Schadenfreude. Yeah, um, and that was the the scramble. Yeah, um, and Schadenfreude came out and ruined it. Yeah, um, so I don't know. Having just said Schadenfreude went on far too long and maybe overstayed their welcome, a little bit of Schadenfreude injected into this might not have been a terrible thing. Well, it is. It, it like it is the number one concern mm-hmm. in Fight Club Pro at the moment. Yeah, and frankly, like especially especially the six man match, like you you feel like that may have been an opportunity to do some storyline stuff with Schadenfreude where you united mm. everybody else. Yeah. Because there's, as I mean, I joked about it just now, but like there's still feeling that everybody's just, you know, scattered to the winds mm. and like they don't really understand how to get rid of Schadenfreude, even yeah. though it feels pretty obvious. Like I stopped booking them. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Yeah, just tell security they're not welcome. Yeah, um, or just you know don't tell them what the date is. Yeah, and that, I mean that 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 brings us on to a little bit of a point as as an aside. Mm. Um, that tonight's show is is the Schadenfreude produce show. Yeah. Um, I hope that after getting beaten up at the end of last night's show, that uh, Paul and Fraser, the cameramen, yeah. aren't there to film it. Ollie Sandler. Uh, the the photographer who got beaten up isn't there to take photos. Yeah, uh, Joel Allen, the referee. If Joel Allen is refereeing tonight, uh, it, the whole show loses its integrity. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I, I mean, I can I can ex- understand it more uh, with this bit. But why would anyone turn up to this show tonight? Yeah. Why would why because would the wrestlers cool, be- turn up? They're fighters. Oh, okay. The, I get the they're... crowd would turn up because they're cool and they got leather jackets on. Yeah. Um, the fighters, like, 
the the only reason they are there should be because they want to beat up Schadenfreude. Yeah. Like, that should be... Like, there shouldn't even be announced matches for this. No. Like, I mean, I don't even know how you would do it. Just a mob. Yeah, I mean, they could announce Masato Tanaka because he's not a fight club person. Show Long Rumble, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Show Long yeah. Rumble. Um, but yeah, like... There's certainly a question about whether any of the Fight Club Pro staff should yeah, be because this there. is overtime. Yeah. Basically. It's an outside gig. They don't have to do it. And they know if they do it, they're probably going to get their, their shit kicked out of them. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it, lads. Don't do it. It's including that young boy at the ring who, when he was thrown oh. out of his chair last night, took a wonderful role. He got beaten up like four times yeah. throughout that show. But that role was great. Well done, fella. Yeah. Well done. Um, let's move on to the final. Not my grabs. Okay. And this is a big one for me, particularly... Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it applies to a couple of different people. Yeah. But one person in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that six-man tag match, we had a couple of returns. Yeah. Um, we had Dan Maloney yep. come back. Um, and Travis Banks, who has um, had a concussion issue in his back mm-hmm. um, in the ring for Fight Club Pro. I thought it was a concussion, was it, it was not? his shoulder, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I thought, mate, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not breaking any, you know... know. Um, confidentiality he there. was poorly I thought there was a concussion thing but right. maybe I'm wrong you can't say that these days no I know I know I apologise sorry Trav um, I don't know what's going on um, I'm just making this up as I go along I heard he got AIDS <laughs> I heard he got an ouchie and stubbed his toe yeah I heard he stood on a big bit of Lego and he's just like can't, it, I can't yeah. do it anymore yeah. um, so that both those people returned um and it just there was a real weird sort of balance. Like, for one, as you kind of mentioned, Dan Maloney came out and is good now. Yeah. It's like when Hulk Hogan was reintroduced to the WWF by Bob Backlund. Yeah. It's like, I oh, no, he's good now. It's fine. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, he came out dancing yeah. with Mustache Mountain. I mean the crowd he got a to big be fair, lost their shit. Yeah. Because everyone loves to shout Dan. Yeah, a lot, and we know that at Eve. Yeah, um, and they particularly love to shout because everybody's everybody's Pro. seen Alan Partridge. They, um, like, and yeah, it was just a bit weird, um, but and, fine. And I if you just said to me, "Oh, you know, um, Dan Maloney's coming back," I probably would have gone, "Oh yeah, fine, yeah, yeah." But they need the, some non-Schadenfreude bad guys. Yeah, but the reaction that he got made me kind of think that perhaps they wasted that. But particularly, yeah. Travis Banks. Travis Banks, who is one of the very top guys in the whole country, mm-hmm. um, who has been former Fight Club Pro champion, yep, um, former Fight Club Pro Infinity tournament winner, yep. probably our favourite moment yeah. for our whole run of going to Fight Club Pro for the past couple of years, um, was Trav winning the Infinity tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, progress champion, yep. former progress champion has just returned for them. Yeah, been away while Schadenfreude have been tearing shit up. Yeah, and 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 progress. You know, he came out as a surprise. Yeah, at progress and interfered and injected himself because he's a bad guy there. Yeah, um, and then he comes out as the fourth person in a six-person um, exhibition match. Yeah, after Dan Maloney got a big sort of pop because it's like, oh. I've forgotten about Dan Maloney. Yeah, so everyone's like, yeah, Dan yeah. Maloney. Oh, it's someone I haven't seen for a while. And then oh, tra- there's someone else I haven't oh, seen for a while. Oh, and then there's Trav. Uh, now he's teaming with Jordan Devlin, um, who's weirdly now good. Yeah. 
um, who at the beginning of the last show, the Infinity Tournament, was accompanied to the ring by Ginny, the most evil of all evils. Yeah. Um, and now is good. Yeah. Weirdly. Um, so yeah, real, real, mi- real mixed up, muddled up returns for like two people who have been away. Yeah. But my real, like, I th- it actually like almost physically upset me yesterday. Yeah. My the thing that's really upset me about this whole thing is that Schadenfreude are running rampant across yeah. this whole thing. Nobody has been able to make a mark on them really, no. apart from the hunters picking up. A you know a dodgy win. Um, They've got the measure of Fight Club Pro as it currently stands. Yeah, and you've got something in your back pocket there, which is the return of Travis Banks. Mm -hmm. Now it would have made so much sense to me to have Travis Banks' music hit in the middle of some show. If Travis Banks hadn't come out, Mm -hmm. if he hadn't been in that match, and Schadenfreude were doing their nonsense at the end of the show, and it had been going on for ten minutes. And then Travis Banks' music hits, and they all scatter, or yeah. you know, nice way to end. It the turns show. the tide, and Trav's back. Yeah, then you know, then you've done something of value with this man, who yeah. is one of their sort of most valuable commodities. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's put in a. We've already talked about it. He's put in a tag match of no consequence yeah. in the middle of the darkest time for Fight Club Pro. Yeah, it was just a bit of a waste. And like, if they'd have saved it for today, it would have been, it would have yeah. had a lot more impact. You only you only get one first match back. Yeah. And for both those people, it's kind of been a bit wasted. I mean, honestly, my concern is that they didn't do that because they're going to do it with MK McKinnon. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are enjoying MK McKinnon at Rev Pro yeah. and I'm not watching, I've not watched those matches and I'm sure they're very good, but I've got my druthers when it comes to MK McKinnon. I've got, you know, a prejudice <laughs> based on the matches I have seen. Um, and the idea of MK McKinnon being the sort of saviour, it feels like, and as much fun as it is in Attack, and but it is a joke now, isn't it? That at Christmas, um, uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Radclaw comes out and saves Christmas every time. Yeah. Now, if I have to react that way to MK McKinnon saving Christmas for Fight Club Pro, I think I've got a season ticket for next year. But it might have like jumped the shark for me. I I like him because he's a strong style enthusiast. You know, <laughs> strong style enthusiast. Stamp collector. Yeah. Pigeon fancier. Strong style enthusiast. What was the one yesterday? There was a good one on somebody's um, on somebody's video. Oh, I can't remember. Oh yeah, now. I remember. But yeah, but I don't remember. Damn it! I watch out for it today. Yeah, I mean, are they who's running the video screen yeah. today? Uh, I mean, well, G Man's a hired gun, so yeah, okay, you know, it'll work for anyone, especially with that tash. Yeah, yeah, and his really his high vis jacket. Um, but yeah, overall, um. It wasn't a bad show. It was fine. I mean... It uh, wasn't a 100th some, anniversary show. Some people said it was a bad show. Some people hated it. Yeah. Some people were livid. Yeah. To the point that I felt a bit awkward. It was Because I didn't share their, their opinion. Um, and there were points where I I just... Checked out. Yeah. We were having a good chat. We were, we were those two fellas at, at the good show. Yeah. We week. were awful fans. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't a bad show. I'm just... We've got another chance tonight, um, another Fight Club Pro show tonight. Yeah, I said it, Chris Brooks. 
Uh, Look, he's been publicising it on the Fight Club Pro fan yeah. page. I mean, the admins on that should be deleting all of his posts. Yeah, they like to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let's look at last night as part one of a two-part story. Yeah. And we've got part two coming up. Um, and we better get off and leave for it. I just hope that, I, I mean, I, I, this is fantasy booking, but I hope that they go, get to a point today where the tide begins to turn. Yeah. Uh, Schadenfreude should not be allowed their celebration where they celebrate themselves. Hmm. Can you, like, can you imagine, like, any other, like, form of entertainment? Can you imagine an episode of in- EastEnders where... It's like Phil Mitchell's at his worst, and the whole episode is dedicated to how awesome it is to be Phil Mitchell. I mean, they at do his do worst. that. Well, yeah, but we're not supposed to celebrate no. it, are we? Like, it's supposed to be these people are awful. Where and today it is Schadenfreude celebrating Schadenfreude. Yeah. Now, the whole this this should be their, you know, comeuppance. I'm, I wouldn't say so much comeuppance. What I'd like to see at the end of this, if we're playing fantasy booking is that at the moment, Schadenfreude have very much got the upper hand. Yeah. Um, the Fight Pro level the playing field. Yeah, it should because be... Because the, there's two months the, to the next the, Fight the Pro The tide show. should turn. Um, so going into next February, when Fight Pro return um, to the hangar, um, the two sides should be equal again. Yeah. And then and then you kick off again a fresh year. Yeah. Um, that's, as I say, it should be the beginning of the end for Schadenfreude, or at least the beginning of the end of their domination. We'll see. Hmm. I've got faith in some of the people involved. <laughs> um, you know, if if Chris Brooks is as hands-on with this as he's making out, I've got a lot of faith in he knows him. As much as of a dick as he is, yeah. um, he does know his stuff. So hopefully he will look at it and, and make the correct sort of decisions. You know, we've completely forgotten who could turn the tide for Fight Club Pro. Who is it? Johnny T. Yeah, yeah, Killian Dane. No, that's no. not his name, is it? Killian, Killian Jacob. Adam Cage. Yeah. Where happened to those fellas? Yeah. If you're out there, fellas, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Here we go. We're going to get this wrapped up and we're going to go and watch more wrestling. Yeah. Um, a, a podcast sandwich with a Schadenfreude Wiersemith filling. Yeah. Um, so thanks for, thanks for listening. I imagine nobody will hear this until after the Schadenfreude show. So no. um, maybe you can listen to this and go, they got it all wrong. <laughs> um, uh, and that's fine. I'm fine yeah. with being wrong. Um, but thanks for listening. Uh, get on Fight Club Pro's fan group and tell them that they should listen to this as well. Yeah. But also, if you're bored with that, you can get onto our Facebook group, which isn't mm-hmm. a fan group. It's just a page. Yeah. Uh, group that you can join and chat yeah. chat chat with like-minded individuals don't chat politics though <sighs> no um yeah um but you know we're everybody's in good spirit on there yeah. uh, everybody uh, loves to have a little chat about the wrestling um but until next time which is later today <laughs> go to bed in the afternoon or the hangar no just go to bed We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we keep, where 
Where the sky is on the beach